It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, welcome back to Hats Off, Gloves Off. Mitchell Phillips in the building. Who's got two thumbs in a podcast? This guy. Mitchell Phillips does. Welcome back to Hats Off, Gloves Off. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing and finger blasting, the good and the bad and the ugly, the yin and yang of podcasts. Welcome back. You do something good, you get a good. Hats off to you, sir. You do something bad, you get a. And that's just the way it goes. Slavery was legal, folks. Legality is not a metric for morality. Deal with it. Deal with it, uh, George Soros. Um, We're going to do a quick one today. I'm going to start off with a news update. We're also a news show, so tell everyone, get your news from us. Number one news source. This just in. Breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. Are you doing video? Okay, just photo. I was like, this is just playing sound effects through the headphones. That's going to sound terrible on Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the 9 o'clock nightly news, or whenever you're listening to this news. Um, every hour on the hour, get your updates from Hogo Pod. This one, Spencer, I'm sure you heard of this one. The Jetpack Man is back. He's back. I did. And I heard about him. So this is now his... We brought him up first time. First time. They thought it was like maybe a balloon or like a, some type of, you know, viral marketing stunt. Um, I'm happy because I truly didn't even bother reading the article because <laughs> I knew it would be coming up. And I was excited where I'm like, I, I'm getting the news at the same time. Well, a little before because it's not live. But yeah. you know what I mean? Dude, I'm, I'm Hogo Pod's John Stossel. You, you can just rely on me to bring the deets. It was one. Of, usually I look at the news and I'm bummed out. But I, the headline just said, uh, so-and-so warns. Rock, Jetpack Man is back, and I just, all right, that's all the news I need for today. So let me kick it off. You should have read the article, my friend, because it's a doozy. Well, no, you're, I'm going to get it now. The, uh, so this is a Boeing 747 pilot was flying into LAX, looking at, looking at himself to land, you know, as pilots do. And this is in quotes. He just comes over the radio and says, possible Jetpack Man in sight. <laughs> and then it says, sounding weary, if not just outright annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> So this guy didn't really care. He just like kind of had to report it. Just an annoyance. It's like a leaf blower when you're sleeping or <laughs> yeah, something. Ah, like, oh, it's Saturday, but uh, but that is the best time to mow your lawn. I but he doesn't know I work late Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> How would he know? I mean, so it's straight off the gate. It's getting weird because they're saying it's unclear if the object spotted Wednesday was the same jetpack man that American Airlines spotted last year flying three thousand feet above LAX. How many jetpack guys? Is this an issue we're going to run into the future? Is this the world I, we live in? It is. Think of the those one wheeled like skateboard things that people ride oh, around. Yeah. Remember, I saw those over ten years ago. Yeah, but it was just like a couple. But guys it was who had them. just be like one guy on the bike path in Long Beach where you're like, "What do you know somebody?" And or it's you know the first. Did like, you make it yourself? The first like five years, it was like white ponytail guys. White, yeah, yeah, with like earbuds in where they're like kind of jamming as they're cruising now i see them everywhere there's a guy who rides one around my neighborhood he dressed up like boba fett he's in full fucking like star wars regalia with blasters and everything dude like thigh holsters it's too much there's a comedian i don't want to mention any names mostly i just don't want to give the publicity (laughs) but just travels around the country and then takes elaborate photos with his uh electric skateboard i'm not even gonna look at what they're called and it's a crew i know what they're called uh (laughs) don't say it I think I, I think I did earlier. But, uh, yeah, they have crews and they track and post what they ride. You know how people used to do that? Like, I jog 19 miles today. Yeah. Or, or the people that, like, I use the city streets to spell out, like, you know, save the polar bears or whatever. Yeah. But it's just him on a fucking mono wheel. You dork. Anyway, um, this is what threw me off. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> you goober. This is what threw me off. So they said the air traffic controller, once he was notified by the 747, the pilot, the annoyed pilot, it's like, oh, oh jetpack guy's here, I guess. <laughs> and I, and he's not even like, I can't even confirm it's the same guy. Uh, so air traffic control opened up all channels and said to all flights, use caution, jetpack guy is back. 
Which threw me through a fucking loop because I'm just assuming the FAA, whoever's running fucking air traffic control, would have some type of lingo for this or some type of code. You know what I mean? Like, we got a 3614. Please use unidentified caution, blah, blah, blah. Technically, he's a UFO. We got a goddamn. We don't know if he's from this planet. Well, they can't find him. It seems like he's. Really rubbing it in LAX's face because he's doing this, what, the third or fourth time he's done this? Yeah, fourth time. So, but how many, like, you can't just, how many, first of all, how many people sell jetpacks and then track the crap? Like, they found the Night Stalker based on, like, f- one of four pairs of Avias that were sold in Los Angeles in 1984. <laughs> but they can't be like, hey, how many jetpacks have been shipped to El Segundo in the last fucking six weeks? Yeah, he might have built it like Rocketeer. Remember that Disney movie Rocketeer? Yeah. Yeah, he just starts out with like a trash can on his head and then he then he gets in the weld shop. Air traffic controls and pilots discussing Wednesday's sighting sounded somewhat exasperated according to an audio recording of their exchanges. And you can listen to all this I did yesterday on liveatc.net. Uh, one of the pilots said, apparently... We're looking for Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. The FAA and FBI investigate. This is also just a tidbit. This is just like, hey, a little trivia. The FAA and the FBI have to investigate every potential jetpack sighting. Is this an, is this, like, is that written down somewhere? Must be. Also, they can't even confirm whether he's in controlled airspace. So the pilots can just see it. You know how it is. Like, you know what I mean? Once you're up in the air, 10 miles can look like 30 feet. Oh, yeah. This yeah. guy might just be jetpacking over his own property. And if, let me tell you something. In this this land that my grandpa, he didn't go and fight in Vietnam for uh, and Korea and World War II to come home and not only. Hell of a fighter, dude. Well, I said he didn't go fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zing. Gotcha. Uh, but he, uh. To to purchase first of all, just because of property tax, you don't you never own your house in California, right? You're like I bought this house, I paid it off for 27 years, and I still don't own it. And then on top of this, I'm realizing you don't even own the airspace over your home. If that is in fact his airspace, that's disgusting. You should get a mile above your house. Well, you hear about that all the time. People just go deep into Colorado to live off the grid, and they set up their solar, and the city's like, nope, no, we're just going to fine you until uh, you use our power. Yeah, yeah, no, like a guy went to jail in Colorado for uh, collecting his own rainwater, because he's like, hey, we haven't sent this guy a water bill in like six months, so the authorities went out and just arrested him. Because <laughs> I'm proud to be an American. The FBI will work with the FAA, as we have in the past, to investigate the most recent reports. A spokesperson for the FBI says, We've worked with the FAA on each of the past sightings, and thus far, we have not been able to validate any of the reports. And if you guys listened to last week's episode, you'll know that the FBI's, I mean, 90% of their function is just giving retarded people bombs. <laughs> and they do a damn good job. They do a damn good job at, at stopping terror plots that they started. Yeah, really. 100% success rate. They're really good at that. But <laughs> the, uh, I mean, they stopped the the uh, governor of Michigan from getting killed, mm-hmm. which is an easy thing to do when 12 out of the 13 guys work for the FBI. But all facts aside, we salute our soldiers in blue, the men in black of yesteryear. But also, it's so funny. Like, finally, it's like, hey, FBI, can you catch this jetpack guy? And they're like... We didn't give him the jetpack, so it's kind of hard to track him that way. <laughs> if maybe if maybe we, we can, you know, I'll talk to Barbara back at uh, home office. Maybe we'll reach out to, you know, Quantico and see if anybody gave a jetpack to a retarded guy in the last six months. And then we'll definitely catch him. Yeah. Do me a favor. Uh, somehow get one of our jetpacks to him and <laughs> we'll track him for sure. We'll get your guy. Or, yeah. Or, you know, what? they'll just find a local like uh, incel. And just supply him with the jetpack, and then three months later come back and be like, look, we got him. You know, yeah. you just need to Emmett Till him. Just be like, find somebody you can convince the public committed the crime. Yeah, look at this guy. Look at his Reddit post. No one will sleep with him. He's too gross. He's too gross. Look at his YouTube channel. He's all just, Every single one is just him sitting in his car, eating Carl's Jr. and yelling about women. Um, Do-do-do-do-do. What was the... Uh, so what's funny is just all the quotes. There's just the lack of like decorum or like procedure in pilots communicating with air traffic control. One of the quotes is just, we just passed a guy in a jetpack, dot, dot, dot. It's like, 
But this time he was at 6,000 feet. In the past, he's been spotted around 3,000 feet. So maybe Jeez. this guy's getting a little ballsy. Maybe he's manufacturing his own jetpack. We know it's not Elon Musk. He moved to Texas, along with every other shitty comedian in this town. So, um... Jeez. Uh, most he'll, jetpacks... Most, he'll be back. How, how, man, I can't believe they haven't caught this guy. Just thrown, like, a news chopper to follow him around. The packs are largely used as uh, tourist... I almost said terrorist attractions. Tourist attractions for thrill-seekers who want to experience a few minutes of flight. Most jetpacks lack the fuel efficiency to fly more than a few minutes, which makes it difficult for them to get this high. So what I'm thinking is we have some type of... Uh, Mad scientist just tinkering around in his garage in Redondo. Man, this story gets, is way cooler if this guy has built his own jetpack that um, can fly way higher than everyone else. Everyone else is going back down because they have to refuel. This guy is... Or maybe he's doing one of those, like, uh, how the Air Force does, where they, like, refuel midair, where you have to, like, line up that hose with the nose of the plane. Oh, yeah. For, like, cross-continental. And he's just got a, a fucking... Airbus A380 full of fuel just linking him up. Also, it's what I thought, they still haven't confirmed that any of this is illegal. They can't confirm he's in controlled airspace. And also, they're saying they're going to have to go after him using laws that were passed against drones and quadcopters. So this guy, he might even, if they catch this guy, he still might win in court. Yeah, my, my concern is, what if it's just... A Tupac hologram flying around. <laughs> I mean, you know, this day and age, we already. That'd know- be such a bummer if it really was just a drone that they equipped with, um, you know, with a with a mannequin or something. That like was my that. first instinct when we first saw him. I was like, oh, this is they're trying to sell Snickers or something. <laughs> but we know the technology for holograms exist. Apparently, six thousand foot, you know, elevation uh, jetpacks exist. I'm thinking it's going to be, become a lot easier to climb Everest now. <laughs> I, I jetpacked Everest. It was the most. Yeah, I saw the summit. I saw the summit. Get over it, yeah. nerds. No. Yeah, I sorry mean... I didn't have to, you know, wait in line to get to the top. Sorry I didn't get some poor Asian man to hold all my stuff while I just hiked freely up this mountain. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a, it's such a bummer where all the world records people try. It's like first person to... Snow, like bring a snowboard to the top of Everest. Yeah. You know, Guinness just says it'll be like f- for this guy who rolled an orange with his nose, where it's like longest first, fingernails at the top of Everest. First <laughs> Japanese and African American to get. Yeah, what about the Sherpas, man? What about the Sherpas? All right. Well, we're, there will definitely be more updates on Rocket Man. That's for sure. I mean, I don't see how there couldn't be. Speaking of Rocket Man, uh, Elton John farewell tour going on now. What is this? I got a gloves off. Oh, no. What do you got? Just when it's like a bite, uh, cut off your nose to spite your face situation, there's a taxi company in Missouri that will not serve anyone who is vaccinated or wearing a mask. They will kick you out of their taxi. And... It just seems insane. It's a this is a crumbling industry, the taxi cab <laughs> industry. You're only hanging on because you're probably in a part of Missouri where they just don't really have Uber. Because yeah. you know that happens all the time where I'll travel to some town and be like, "What do you mean I can't just get an Uber? It's 2021." So for yeah, in my hometown, it's population of like thirteen thousand. So my stepdad was the only Lyft driver for a long time. And then he made friends with everybody who would possibly take a lift, and then they would just call him. So he was just going outside the app. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's the way to up. do it for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Just Venmo me. <laughs> Definitely go out, outside the system. That's what I did, too. There was a really good uh, Uber driver, and he had karaoke set up in his minivan. So he would pick us up, and we did that where we went outside the app. We're like, dude, we'll just straight up give you 50 bucks. You pick us up from all the bars. We're, yeah. You know, we're not going. Dude, I've gotten to do a handful of Ubers where I thought I got into cash cap. Like, the ceiling lit up, and it was like... I have a video of my friend realizing what was going on, and he just like, this is a great beta, beta, I love you. And then <laughs> and then the, but our ride was only about four minutes, the first one, so he just like handing him money and just like, play only God knows why. Go around the block, go around the block. <laughs> he's just trying to, he's like, all right, we can't do Freebird. That's, that's a 13-minute <laughs> yeah. song. We got a four-minute trip. He literally told the guy, 
he had the directions in his phone. It was telling him to make a right and a half a mile. My buddy was like, make a right now. Like, forced him to make the wrong turn just to make the <laughs> ride left. Anyway, we got him on the side. It was great. Um, what's uh? Oh, yeah, anyway. Elton so, John got to do with this. Oh, no, Elton John has nothing to do with this. I just oh, said okay. Rocket Man, so I said oh, that. Six yeah. Subway. Anyway, no, I'm just doing uh, <laughs> this company because... Dude, this this industry is collapsing, so you can't be that picky. Cool, I'll just take an Uber. But uh, it seems insane because there's there's a company like in Huntington, uh, r- Italian restaurant doing that in Huntington Beach, where they're like, no mask people, no vaccine, we won't serve you. And I get it; they're going to get the people who are like, absolutely, we're going to support you because we don't like vaccines either. But I've been to that restaurant. Their food fucking sucks. Let's work on the veal parm. Let's work on making a nice uh, ragu. Before we worry about us discriminating which customers we will and not. Well, that's serve. the same deal. That's all these places, right? So they'll die on this hill. They're seeing it as like a marketing ploy, essentially. Like Tin Horn Flats in Burbank. They've been like but I could adamant, be... like anti vax, anti lockdown, yada, yada. But everybody you talk to is like, no, I've lived in this neighborhood for 15 years. That place has always sucked. It's gone through like 10 owners. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even Tin Horn, I could get behind more just because. They were more just saying, like, hey, let us keep our fucking patio open. Yeah. We know the outdoors. Well, even they were still locking them down. They built a chain link fence around their business even when outdoor dining was allowed. It's insane. Yeah, but, that... Sorry, go on. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, my point with, yeah. If you have, if you hold some power, or maybe this guy just doesn't need money and doesn't give a fuck. But as a businessman, I would want all vaccinated, all everybody but yeah, oh, let's work on the food. Let's get the food going. It's the way I felt about it since literally like the third week when I realized, hey, this isn't a big deal. Like last March, last April, when I go, wear it if you want. I don't care if you like that's my whole thing. It's like if this is a freedom argument, you have the freedom to do it if you feel like it. So it's like Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't make the, sense. You have the freedom if you're to then... get the vaccine, you have the freedom to do whatever. I choose not to. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what's yeah? And I choose to make the guy who works the liquor store. I choose to annoy the shit out of him for the four minutes where I keep playing the mental games with him. I'm not putting my mask on. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, uh, I do that. Sprouts by my house. I have been going in maskless for a while, and no one has said a word to me yet. I went in with Rojan the other day. Also, no one cares there. And but... I went in, and he was waiting outside, so I went to security. I was like, "Hey, do you have a mask?" And he's like. He's like, I don't know. I was like, Guess oh. I don't need one. Yeah. But then uh, I went up. He's like, go ask her. And I went up to like the manager lady. I was like, hey, do you have a mask? And she's like, you're wearing one. And I was like, no, my friend's waiting outside. And she shot me like a look. And I was like, what do you think? I'm <laughs> out here just stealing masks. I'm going to build a fortune 16 cents at a time. You fucking just give me a mask. Like, yeah. even if I want one for later, just give it to me. Just give it to me. That's my thing with going in me, stores. Baby. If you do want me to wear a mask. You need to be providing. Well, I did that at Target a few weeks ago where the lady came up to me in the aisle and she's like, hey, you need a mask. I was like, uh, do you guys have masks? And she's like, yeah, follow me. I was like, no, I'll be right here. And then she walked away to get me a mask and I just left that aisle. <laughs> <laughs> just what are you going to do? Now we're playing fucking Pac-Man Come through find the aisles. Me. You're like in DVDs. You're like, now I'm in swimwear. <laughs> now I'm just I'm just doing my shopping, but I'm a little bit more heightened senses on everybody in a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, with this Huntington Beach restaurant, one of my friends wanted to go because of this, what their statement. And I said, no, I'm not going to go with you because it sucks. And she goes, we should still go. And we got to support them. No, because I could get behind these people if they were actually uh, good making scratch for making shit from scratch Italians. Dude, speaking of Italians, I'm pissed. I was speak on it, brother. I'm fucking pissed at the Italians around here. Oh, real no. pissed. So I'll just have to preface this with I'm kind of dumb and <laughs> I didn't even realize how many Italian friends I had growing up. Oh, and no. I was rearranging my bookshelf yesterday, busted out the old seventh grade yearbook. Fucking half the people in my school were Italian. I had no idea. Everything was like Di Stefanano, Bianchino, Benedetti, Benedetto. <laughs> every, and I was just like, what? I've been in these people's homes. There yeah. was no one in track. There was no one making food. There was, and that oh, it, it's especially weird for my generation because like everybody was like Kyle, Tyler, Trevor, yeah, Anthony. one Joey to be fair, and then Brandon, you get, and then Joey. you get like uh, 
this chick, her older brother's name was Vito Spolario. And I was like, whoa, even in like eighth grade, I was like, that guy's Italian. Some of these names were like that, but I just had no idea that Italian names ended in vowels in junior high. Yeah. You know, that couldn't you just, I was, uh, I wonder when I realized that, but it tripped me out. And it was specifically, that's cool. Cause then I looked at my, my high school in a different district and it wasn't that many. You just didn't realize you lived in Little Italy. <laughs> yeah, yes. I oh piss. Because what was funny is a girl I went to junior You're high pissed? with her parents owned a pizza shop. Super Italian, right? Uh-huh. Nah, she's Persian. No, that's also very Persian. I know it's Persian, but to own a pizza shop? I know it's still Persian to do that, but yeah. I wanted to be an Italian person. I'm just saying I went to a lot of these people's homes. No one kissed me on the cheeks. No one gave me any limoncello. No one even gave me a piece of fucking salami. Now that I think about it, no gabagool. I'm disgusted. No, I mean gabagool. I would like, but not even a slice of salami. Not even like the shitty like Carl Budding. Nothing, you know. Oh, you don't want budding. No mozzarella. I'm super pissed. So that's my uh, thing against Italians. But back to this taxi company. So your problem is actually they're not Italian enough. Yeah. All right. I can get behind that. Not even at all. And then I... Self-hating Italians. It's a real problem. As it goes, I was looking... I was basically at some point, (laughs) at one point at like 1 a.m., going through my yearbook and then typing all their names into Instagram to see what they look like now. Half of them are talking about their fucking uh, great Italian grandmother dying and how she blessed... One lady literally was talking about how her grandma blessed her with the culture of being Italian and pride. I'm like, bitch... I went to school with you for two years. You never I, once, never I even went in your home. No mozzarella. You were more concerned with uh, not even string cheese. Yeah, you were more <laughs> concerned, frankly, with not eating at all. Uh, those strap, those uh, tube top shirts, and whatever the soda platform shoes. You know, maybe oh, yeah. you should have focused. Now you're all focused on your heritage because you're older and your grandma's dead. I don't like it, Italians. But back to um, <laughs> Just my last point on this taxi cab company is not only are they not letting you ride if you wear a mask or if you're vaccinated, but these people are saying that once they've been kicked out of the cab, this guy then texts them for over two hours (laughs) about various (laughs) masks and COVID and just like just uh, very politically charged stuff. And she the. He wouldn't give me a ride for he was too he was harassing me for 2 hours with anti-mask and other unnecessary nonsense. I asked 3 times, please stop. <laughs> please stop. It's not even like those annoying like, "Hey, I was wondering if you could vote for Bernie Sanders." And you just reply, "Stop," and they'll just stop texting you. This is just a guy. It's exactly. an actual it's somebody who should be texting you but shouldn't be texting you. Still has your number so really could just stop texting you, you and then re- reply 3 stop. days later <laughs> he'll yeah, start it, texting you again. It's like, "Hey man, you got to pay attention. If I reply stop, you have to stop. That's the rules of unsolicited text messages." Dude, I've been having I had a he's he's not doing it now, but I had a gangster just calling me and threatening me for so long <laughs> because he thought I stole his cell phone. <laughs> And I've had the same phone number for like 20 years, so... Yeah. No, not that long. 15 years. 10 years. I've been... for the. I've had the same number for 10 years. People have been bugging me, not for like the last, uh, I don't know, like six months, but for like a year and a half, people kept calling me asking for Armand. I was like, this is not Armand. My name is Mitchell... Like, I got so fed up. I'm like, whoever you got this number for... Like, they lied to you, but it was like multiple people, so I don't know if he like... He couldn't have just like put a fake number down and it just happened to be mine or, or like yeah. he just like changed one number in his actual number, but it was like creditors and like hey, what's up, Armand? Yo, we're going out tonight. I'm like, this is not Armand, but where are you going? Maybe I'll hang out. Hey, let's go, buddy. What 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 are you into? Uh Sambuca? Are but, you guys uh, paying for the Uber or what? But mine was so mind blowing because he thought I stole his phone, so he was calling what would be his number, correct? It was yeah. like a Long Beach gangster. Like, he was calling his own, what he thought was his own number. So that's why it was so mind-blowing <laughs> to me, because the whole thing was like, yo, fool, fucking come find me, North Long Beach. <laughs> like, uh, At best, you come find me. Um, so, he, But he thought he was calling it my number. So that anyway, that was that's why it was so weird. Well, to keep it rolling, I got a... And, any anti-Italian sentiments? <laughs> No, uh, not not so much. Well, I mean, I will. At least West Coast Italians. I'm not mad at all the Italians. Let's be. 
It's these West Coast Italians are my favorite. It's these California Italians, dude. They didn't give me any good Italian food. No, no, but there's no, there's not really many Italians out here for the most part. So there's not many like good delis or like, it's rare. Like Italian food's Italian food. You know what I mean? But I hate when I, I I'm if I'm paying you fourteen dollars for fettuccine, I don't want box noodles, my friend. No, no, I know some spots for sure. But yeah, they're fear and far between. It's like. An industrial part of Long Beach. There's a spot in the valley. You know, there's yeah. a couple valley places where you're like, what? There's an Italian deli that's been here for 90 years? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. You find the place where the guy's got, like, the wine flute, and he just, like, clogs it with his finger and fills up your glass. He's just walking around with house white and house red. <laughs> that was definitely pre-COVID, but... Uh, hey! But I am segueing into your Missouri vax topic. Oh, okay. So cool. this doctor... This is on CNN Health, by the way, so... I mean, make your own conclusions. Um, not saying it's propaganda, but statistically probably. Yeah, <laughs> this doctor from Missouri is saying that some people are getting vaccinated in secret to avoid backlash from loved ones. Mm-hmm. Which, at best, it's the other. Which is funny because you brought up literally how anti-vax Missouri is, and my whole point was going to be like, if anything, like nationally, all the pressure is coming from the other side. Yeah, well, it, the thing, too, in that article, it said the guy, the taxi guy said, I'm proud because we're the least vaccinated state. And then the article said Missouri's like the 28th least vaccinated state. So who knows? Yeah, but let's break it down. Like, what's the other ones? You know, like, it's probably the most vaccinated states out of all the states that nobody cares about. <laughs> yeah. You're, you throw in Delaware and it starts getting muddy with Rhode Island and Arkansas. You're like, come on, bud. Yeah. What's what's my favorite thing about Rhode Island? dumb and or the cohen brothers you know like that i thought it was funny because they're like literally like a day before i saw this article it was like cnn health did this whole thing it's like don't call doing a couple google searches research that's not research research is done by scientists and there's a method to it and blah 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 and then this one yeah they did their own research on it and they talked to people and made the decision themselves they want to get vaccinated but made sure that it was uh it was anonymous which is like it's like when that guy won the lottery in Jamaica and he showed up in, like, the scream mask. Yeah. Because he's like, don't fucking put me on blast. But uh, I was what you were talking about made me think, like, how does he prove... You know what I mean? Just don't say you're vaccinated. If this guy's got an issue with it. You know what I mean? Does he... You get in and then he asks you and then based on your response, his mood changes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just people... I'm, you, that's Yeah, it's definitely a system you could get around. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I could easily... I mean... Oh, yeah. did you? Say, oh, you said un. Yeah, I'm unvaccinated. I don't give. Yeah, it was like at Margaritaville when the server went, "You're all vaccinated, right?" And not a single one of us was vaccinated. Went, yeah, and we don't. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the system. But these people are just probably saying no, or they got in with the mask because I doubt you're getting much warning. You're just calling a random cab. You don't know yeah. their fucking policy. Well, also, the way cabs work is you get a medallion, so like you're an independent contractor. For, like, a cab company. You know what I mean? It's basically Uber with a fucking dispatcher instead of an app. But even taxis are making a comeback because uh, Uber's, like, these rides that used to cost me, like, 12 to 15 bucks are now, like, $45. They're also crazy expensive because there aren't really any Uber drivers because they're giving them unemployment. Well, yeah. No, so it's surge pricing on top of. But yeah, it's still going to get crazy expensive. Uh, This, dude, yeah, I just. I didn't. uh, Yeah, gas was like almost six bucks a gallon. (laughs) Uber is crazy expensive. I even went to ride a bird scooter the other day. I was like, this will be a cheap route. I was like, are you fucking. When I got off it, I'm like, this is what I paid for Uber pre COVID. It's so. Yeah, it's absurd. There's lessons to be learned. I just, yeah, I got to ride my bike more and. so this doctor said uh, she had uh, several people come in to get vaccinated who had some sort of disguise on. <laughs> said, please, please, please don't let anybody know that I got this vaccine. It was just like you walk Damn, in. Missouri's gnarly. They've got this cab company. And, <laughs> Missouri's oh, not oh not people are in, wearing, going in and scream masks, dressed <laughs> like Carmen Miranda. And, uh, you know, Groucho Marx is going yeah, in to get vaccinated. The big nose with the glasses and the mustache. <laughs> but also, it's it's weird that we live in this era where it's like, it makes sense, though, because obviously everybody's medical information is just up for grabs now. You're just allowed to have, 
Hey, can I just get a copy of uh, a list of everybody in the office that has HIV and hepatitis? I just want to be sure, you know? Um, she said, if a patient asks for privacy to get vaccinated, the hospital tries to accommodate the request. You're a hospital. This is medical care. It should all always be private. It makes no sense. Like, if you well, come in by is, yourself. Right? I mean, it is. Not, not anymore, because you need to show proof to in... Um, it's now up but to that's the discretion different, of restaurants. That's different than the hospital releasing your information. You're releasing your own information. It's on your own. In that, yeah, you in that to, situation. Well, so it's still the hot year, but you're saying like the hospital thing is not private. It should be private. It is. No, yeah, it is. But I'm saying like in like L.A., it's up to the behest of the establishment whether they're going to request, you know, you yeah, show that proof. is fucking insane. And they might get to a point where they're going to. Uh, yeah, force healthcare workers to do it too. So nurses and doctors, and yeah, a lot of nurses and doctors are unvaccinated. But it, even in New York, it's citywide through the five boroughs to use. I think it's like gyms, restaurants, anything. You have to show proof of vaccination. So it's like, what about HIV? I've got my saliva's all over this fork. I know there you guys don't wash dishes well because I've worked in restaurants. <laughs> you know, you ran it through the industrial washer and then some fucking shithead wiped it off with a non-absorbent fucking napkin. Um. Anyway, so I just wanted to piggyback on your Missouri stuff. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to work with the nurses who are going to quit. Are they then allowed to file for unemployment because they could just keep working and they'd have to fire them, right? So... No, that's a, that's a, in New York. They're nur- going to have nurses to are being let go because they're not vaccinated. And I just saw, was it is that Los Angeles or California? Uh, all of California. California state health workers have to be um, vaccinated. They have to have their second dose by September thirtieth, which is hilarious. They went from being the heroes of society, where everybody would cheer at five o'clock when the shift changes and all this and that, and now it's like, hey, I know you've been working in a COVID ward. For the past 18 months during a global pandemic, and you still haven't gotten it or received any type of uh, symptoms. But now, if you don't do it, you're not a hero. In fact, we're going to lose your livelihood. It is. Yeah, this extreme pull from one end to the other is is uh, pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose your livelihood. Even though, because it makes sense. Okay, <clears throat> hey, unvaccinated people in the hospital, you must... And here's the rules. You must wear an N95 mask. You must change it twice a day. Go ahead and do that. But, dude, if they're, yeah, they're going to fire people. That's insane. You well, did you know, it the whole time during the, the first search, which wasn't bad, and then the second search, which was really bad, and you came out of there alive. Well, you, you, came you look out at the okay. graph now, and it's ridiculous because it's like there's this massive spike in the winter, and you're like, wow, that almost seems like seasonal. But then this spike, allegedly this in quotes spike that we're dealing with right now is literally like one two hundredth it's like 0.05 percent of uh the spike that we had six months ago so i don't know it's just a power grab i think it has to do with fucking newsome and cuomo (laughs) getting recalled because they're both fucking you know obviously just inept but um it says uh of those who were vaccinated in missouri at the start of the year about eight percent changed their mind to the positive and 12% change their minds to the negative. <laughs> so they gained, some people change their mind, like, all right, I'll get vaccinated. But what they don't throw in is the peer pressure and the social pressure of just, or even literally mo- the monetary economic pressure of your boss telling you got to do it. Or just, yeah. Which is like, there's also, we were talking about this before, me and Jeremy Beam. I'm losing a lot of money, man. Was the, um, uh, it's like, oh, I'll, I'll submit a weekly COVID test. Like, I'm 28. I, I got tested in April, and I had the antibodies. So I literally had it at some point, and I didn't even know. Yeah, that's where I am. That's my whole thing is, like, I either uh, I either have never gotten it, and that's from driving all over the western half of this country yeah. in the beginning of the, you know, during the shutdown, touching all kinds of fucking gas pumps and buying Cheetos and <laughs> whatever the hell I did. Had to go to 7-Eleven a bunch. Re- even when I was quarantined and going to 7-Eleven, getting cigarettes and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, doing comedy. I either had it and had no idea or somehow I've scaved through, but I've been... Yeah. So it's, it says this is. But I, yeah, it's crazy that I'm actually losing money because uh, everyone's can- just canceling all swim lessons because they're scared, even though we know it's outside in the sunshine. 
risk of transmission in that setting, it ain't going to happen. It's zero. Yeah, but you're a swim coach. Yeah. Literally, you're swimming in a pool, a literal pool of disinfectant. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting in a pool of disinfectant. Ironically, uh, never had not been sick in all these times. The only time I felt sick since COVID started, the only time is because uh, having to wear a mask while doing swim lessons, and then I'm inhaling nasty piss chlorine water <laughs> into my lungs, and I have to wear this mask or I'll get fired. I now have this weird plastic one that's much better, but uh, that's the only time I felt sick in this whole time in COVID, and that's so, a fucking bummer. As of two days ago, Missouri is 41% fully vaccinated, 62% partially vaccinated. That means some people got the first shot and were just like, ah, that should be good. I don't need a booster. Good enough for me. And they're ranked 13th lowest among all U.S. states. So that puts them at what? 37th? So that's it. Her hospital had 33 patients admitted with COVID-19 as of Wednesday, expecting the number to rise. That's that type of shit where it's like expecting the number to rise. It's like... Or just let's find out before we just write these crazy articles where they're just like... The new boo-boo variant from Austria <laughs> may be worse than this one. And you're like, well, can we figure that out first before we get uh, before we pay Jaden to write an article about it? Also, can we name the like I don't like that we're naming the variants like with the Greek alphabet. Like it's not a storm hitting Florida. No, it's not a storm hitting I had to look Florida. up where the Delta variant's from. It's from India. Call it the Gupta Gupta variant or something. Yeah. The, even a nice one, they call it the paneer chicken or cuisine is tasty variant. Chicken tikka masala. Yeah. Non-bread variant. Even bland white people, that's their favorite Indian dish. It's good, sure. Give me the samosa with the green chimchurri sauce, dude. Yeah. We've actually brought in a portable piece of technology that allows bodies to be cooled and placed outside of the morgue. We have had to expand that because the mortality rate has gone up so much lately. That's just an, I googled it, outright lie. The Delta variant is far less deadly, and the ratio between vaccinated and unvaccinated, is, the disparity has changed drastically, where the vaccinated are actually way more susceptible to the Delta variant. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I, uh, yeah, uh, oh man, it's nuts, because this, this Delta variant seems to spread faster than the prior variant. Yeah, that part does seem to be true, but no one's croaking. But that's how no viruses one's... work, is they become more transmissible, but yeah. less deadly. That's how they evolve. That's how evolution works. Yeah, I know. I'm They're with a parasite. It. So I'm just saying that part of all those articles about that fear of like how quickly they spread, because the people I know who are getting COVID right now, who have gotten it, it seems like a bunch of people in these groups are getting it, whereas before it was less. So yeah, I think that part's true. So let's keep that true part. Uh, let's keep out the lies. <laughs> let's keep out the lies, CNN. Yeah, man. Um, back to you. What do you got? I got a hats off. Woo! Hats off to you, sir. Oh, they're feeling you tonight, Spence. Little Italian redemption. Oh, let's hear it. Because this is a hats off to uh, the, the Itals. The rant I didn't even really mean to throw in. Yin and yang, bud. But I guess I was talking about the Italian restaurant. All Italian for me. I didn't realize it, but hats off to Sopranos. Oh, of course. I don't have a Sopranos drum. No, I know I've done this many times. I haven't given... I'm actually flabbergasted. I was double-checking. I'm flabbergasted we don't have a Sopranos drop. What about this one? Basically, the reason... You gotta love that young pussy. Nope, wrong one. Sorry, Well, whatever. I mean, you know, it's a good (laughs) film. Both good acting in both those things. But anyway, Sopranos... There are a lot of shows I like, but there are very few shows, I can only think of one, Sopranos, that have given me good tools that I've taken with me for the rest of my life. Just Some GABA tools? GABA tools, you know, and it's food-related. GABA tools, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> They're the, my, I mean, what's a tool if it's not a GABA tool? But... Man, okay, I was just cooking today. I was making breakfast right before I came over here. And let me tell you about my life. And there's a move I do with my eggs sometimes if I have it in my fridge that I learned from none other than Ralph Cifaretto on Sopranos. Let's hear it. And the move is, 
you just get a little sour cream, you throw it in, you mix it in with your eggs, as well as put the milk in. It makes them fluffy and nice. I saw it in the episode. I've been doing it ever since. I love it. And Can I throw a wrench in this real quick? Sure. Creme fraiche. Sure. I've done that. Yeah. Sour cream. That's not a wrench, but whatever. Throw uh that borsin, you know that like Italian yeah. Velveeta stuff. Mm-hmm. Throw some of that in there. So yeah. We're just thick dairy. Yeah, thick, soft dairy. <laughs> we're in. <laughs> The, there's a French restaurant by my apartment that has the best omelet I've ever had in my life. And it's just that borsin cheese and the way they make their French eggs, whatever crazy French techniques oh, they French use. French eggs. Oh, French eggs are so good. But uh, anyway, the second cooking tip, again, Ralph Cifaretto, but they're throwing in real deal cooking tips that the average West Coast boy who uh, hung out with a bunch of Italians, but none of them gave him any cooking tips ever but anyway, when and this wasn't in the Sopranos official cookbook. I don't know if it was or not. I'm just pulling these from the episodes. I've never okay. read the the Sopranos cookbook. But the other one is just another quick one. When you're when you strain your pasta, throw it back in the pot, throw a little butter and a little sauce, stir it up real good, cook it for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two great cooking tips. Well, what what you give lost? You give me any good cooking tips or any other tips? I don't remember. None. There are other tips that I remember, too. Although I will say, one place the Italians uh, led me astray was uh, slicing the garlic with the razor blade from Goodfellas. Oh, you tried it? I tried it once. I was like, this is stupid. I'll just... It's... Whatever. Yeah, it's a cool little gimmicky thing. It's a great visual when Paulie slicing the garlic, but overall, it's like, I just get the jar of minced garlic. I'll well, just the, throw a teaspoon in there. The way it evaporates... See... Those jarred, those, those, that jarred garlic tastes funky to me. The move I've been doing, it's that same, it's minced garlic, but it's sold in the frozen section, and they're in these little individual oh. tiny squares like ice cube trays. So when you're cooking, you just pull it. Anyway, it, has, it doesn't have that citric acid taste. Anyway, I didn't learn that from Sopranos. You get it in water, not the oil. Yeah, either way. I, I mean, I've had them. But uh, other other things Sopranos taught me is that it's okay to have black <laughs> business partners, but they shouldn't be dating my daughter. I think that's fine. Right? You got to draw a line between business and personal life. And then I also learned the the ethnic slur "butterhead" in that same episode. I never heard "butterhead." What's that refer to? Well, the the character was half Jewish, half African American. Yeah, I don't know. African American. Also. Sopranos taught or, me or eight. to remember Pearl Harbor. <laughs> no, half Jewish, half African American. That's just full Jewish. Because there was this guy yelling in the park. I talked to him for like twenty minutes last year. Apparently, blacks are Jews. All of them. All apparently, yeah. This evil scientist Yakub created all all black people, or he created uh, yeah, white cube. Jews. Is that? Uh, it's J A K U B, I believe. Yeah, yeah, cubes of rats. He's an ancient scientist who created white people. Ooh, sick. Yeah. The yeah. greatest invention of all. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Edison. <laughs> <laughs> what, you got a stinking light bulb? <laughs> oh, Chia Pet? Check this shit out. Just mixing potions in a fucking North African cave thousands of years ago. Yo, I got the new model. Other thing Sopranos taught me is... That Fountains of Wayne is an actual fountain store. You know, remember that band? They only had that one hit. Stacy's mom has it yeah. going on. Yeah, she's all that I want, and I waited for so long. See, all right, clearly you've heard the song. Oh, have I heard? Anyway, it? there's an episode where Tony's mean to a cop and gets him fired, and he works at Fountains of Wayne, and Tony goes there to get oh, something yeah. for his. I, I never saw the sign. It's like The Simpsons, where you rewatch it, and with the intention of like picking up on all the stuff in the background and stuff. But I'm always just so enraptured when I watch The Sopranos. And then AJ taught me we need to reduce our dependency on foreign oil. Oh, that was an annoying season for AJ, for sure. They're all pretty annoying, except when he's still (laughs) chubby and, like, looks like a mini Tony. Once he stops looking like mini Tony, because clearly they, like, cast him in the pilot perfectly. He's all pudgy. Yeah. And, uh, anyway. Well, yeah, once he starts, like, smoking cigarettes and, like, listening to rock and roll music... Yes, yeah, he starts diverging. Yeah, he's a skater, dude. His Manson posters, Manson, Slipknot. Oh man, he has the. It's such good, I guess, acting on on the actor's part where he's going down his driveway to get into his tough friend's like mom's Mercedes, yeah. and he like goes to do the thing where he kicks the tail of the board and catch it, 
and he doesn't catch it, and his books fall, and it's, it's just perfect. <laughs> Sopranos has taught me a lot more, and I told you this guy wasn't cool. I'll do more more Sopranos updates um, later. It also uh, taught me that assholes who have seizures after you hit them in the back of the head with giant rocks should have their medicine on them. Yeah, that's half his fault. We got to split the blame here a little bit. Yeah. Now, Ralph, you know. He hit that lady because she was mean to him. Also, you know what I mean? I, well, on the second viewing, when he murders that lady and just throws her, that's half her fault. I'm not going to say half. Maybe 33%. You know who this guy is. You're going to piss him off? He's a connected guy with a temper, and you're going to fucking say he's got a little dick and fucking... Oh, man, that line when he's like, oh, yeah... Yeah, if it's a son, we'll name it Ralphie after his father. And oh. if it's a girl, we'll name it Tracy after, like, that cock goblin. Whatever he says, like, <laughs> cock slobbing whore or whatever. Or if you're going to say that, hua, hua. walk backwards. Don't, don't, don't demean this violent sociopath who's connected to organized crime and then turn your back to him. Yeah, she hit him, then turned her back. Oh, man, that was dark. I'm there for you. I take care of you, right, baby? And he, she gave him a Pop-Tart and a Fresca. <laughs> that's that's very West Coast Italian. Yeah, that ain't, yeah. She's a third. Well, you don't bread. like the Fresca La Duce. <laughs> Man, oh, I, I'm so, so bummed. I went to Mexico when I was a kid, and they had Fresca in the bottle, and it was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And then I went back to America with my newfound love of Fresca, Started swooping it up, seeing it at grocery stores. But in America, it's a diet soda. But in Mexico, it was just like basically squirt. Pretty, you know. I did that. I went to. I was in Mexico one time, and I had Tapo Chico. Oh yeah. And then I came back, and I just because I'd never had it before. It was like it was Lacroix or Perrier, right? And then you have Tapo Chico, and you're like, oh, Mexico's got some great sparkling water. And then I. Once I'd had it, I see it in grocery stores everywhere. I found it's owned by Pepsi. I'm like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> I thought it was like... That is authentic. recent, though. They they were just bought out by someone big because the that the push on that, they're in every grocery store. They have hard seltzer now. The push is huge. I always stayed away from that soda because I associated it with Austin, Texas, and I've always <laughs> thought Austin was fucking for dweebs. Pre-pandemic. Um Spencer's old school hating off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I've never even been. Get the fuck out of here! But I know that hipster uh, Austin water, so I always stayed away. But it is delicious. I, uh, it's, a, it's a sparkling water. What do you yeah. want me to do? You know what I mean? What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? F- I'm telling Fiji, get in the sparkling market because you're my favorite water, but I like that bubble. Yeah, I don't even like sparkling water, but I'm all about Fiji, man. I need, I need that this? silica. I need those minerals, dude. The super producer and the two hosts are all Fiji people, <laughs> no doubt. Well, I got a Brita at home, so I got to settle. You know, I can't just be Fiji all the time. What, am I made of money? Oh, it's insane. Like I like I say, sometimes I'll go to Smart and Final, and when they're on sale, I'll buy a case of Fiji and then a case of Martinelli sparkling apple cider. Oh, we know you love the Martinelli. Like a boss. <laughs> and, uh, dude... Between my lady and I, those are gone in like two and a half days. Yeah. So that's what that's what I got a soda stream because we're just living. The, we're like filling our bathtub with Fiji <laughs> and stuff. Like we're living like fucking ghetto fabulous, <laughs> <laughs> bathing in Fiji. Like NBA stars who got million dollars at nineteen. Yeah, I got a soda stream because I was spending. I don't. It's it's like three dollars for a fucking eight pack of Lacroix, but. At the rate I was plowing through it, I'm fucking having to get a second job just to pay for my LaCroix addiction. That spicy water's got me hooked. Dude. So that soda stream, you get a couple of those juices, you know, you spice it up with some Mio, some zero calorie. You got watermelon soda. I got pomegranate soda. I got watermelon strawberry Sounds soda. Sounds like we need to have a soda party over at Mitch's because I've been to as a place maybe three times, four times. Not once has he offered me a soda stream beverage. Not once. I, bro, I get my In little... fact, he pointed to the to the sink and said drink there and <laughs> fiji's for and, daddy and it was hot water too he wouldn't let me use the cold i wouldn't so. let him turn the spout to the right yeah i don't mind tap water but hot tap water hurts no i uh dude come over it pissed me off my little brother stayed the night last night because we went golfing this morning trying to show him the ropes and uh he's like hi i want a soda i'm like this is a water house and he goes which sound like water house just made me think of like an old industrial guy like a uh, some guy that like competed with Edison on the light bulb, but then uh, 
I was like, he, I was like, we can make you soda. What do you want? And I showed him all the flavors. We got like eight flavors. I'm killing the soda game, the sparkling water game. But the difference between sparkling water and soda is just the amount of squirts of flavor you put in it. So I'm like, what do you want? We got watermelon, pomegranate. And then I made him one. He took two sips of it. And he's like, I don't like that. I'm like, well, then get the fuck out of my house, man. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. I mean, I just made I soda mean, in front of your eyes. <laughs> I am God. I was like an old timey shopkeep in the Wild West, just fucking carbonating future, my own beverages. But futuristic because it's a soda stream. I was a steampunk carnival steampunk, worker. Yeah, there we go. But I'm there's sitting there no with my way, old apron. I'm also the butcher of the town. But there's no way because I could see the soda stream. You can make good like fruity sodas. Yeah. No way you're getting root beer, Coca Cola, Dr Pepper. That's right. all they are. Is, huh? You work at a restaurant. It's just all the tubes coming out of different things, and you, it's yeah. all the same carbonated water. I know that it's this. I know how the process no. works. I'm just saying the Pepsi and knockoff. I've never had anything taste like Coca. No, that's the problem though, is because it's they won't like license it. So even there's a difference between Pepsi and Coke. They're both cola. They're trying the best to like be as close as they can to each other or whatever for market value. But Pepsi won't license to SodaStream for the like just the syrup. So, like, some people, like, I was on SodaStream forums. I got deep. People oh, are like, yeah. I would too. He's like, if you hook somebody up, like, at a, at a warehouse, or like, hey, it fell off the back of a truck for some Coke syrup that's headed to a fucking Benihana's in Long Beach. But then you go, uh. Hold on. You just need a syrup hookup? Yeah. Oh, I can get you syrup. The SodaStream just makes carbonated water. I know. I know that part, but I didn't know if it came in, like, a pre-made pod or something so you you couldn't no, pour you it in yourself. No, you as much as you want. So you go to Target and they got all the flavors, but the problem is... I thought it just, might be like a Keurig pod. No, it's just like a, it's it's like little vials of fucking juices. So it's like lemon, lime, like all the fruity flavors, but then there's also like cola, root beer, Dr. Pepper, the but pr- The problem with you getting the syrup, you could get syrup. You could go to Smart and Final right now, but you'd have to buy the big box. The gallon of it, and the problem is it like two drops is great for a, like a full-size syrup. So that, yeah, because I, I was like, oh, I can get you syrup, but no, the way... I'm just here trying to pour a giant box of syrup into yeah, fucking individual that would be use. Tough. I'm out of stuff. I think let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you go follow us at HogoPod. Um, Get a soda stream um, and get some Italian friends. Real Italians, not California Italians. But follow us at HogoPod. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Spencer Calendar. Or, oh, sorry, at Robot Spencer. Follow Super Producer at Beam Jeremy, but most importantly, at HogoPod. And that's where you can direct any comments, corrections, suggestions, news updates, requests, anything. All dick pics go to Spencer Calendar. Uh, We'll see you next week. I love you. Bye.